focusing ourselves on the fact that he is always with us, even when the storms are raging around us. This has been something God has placed on my heart lately. He's been reminding me lately a lot of this. Um, So I'd like to kind of take a look at this a little deeper. But first, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for gathering us here. Thank you, God, that you are always present in our lives. God, we ask you that you come into this place now and speak to our hearts. God, I pray that the words I speak are not mine, but yours. We pray you open us to something new today and experience your presence here now. Amen. So this morning our reading comes from Psalm 62. It says, My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. How long will you assault a man? Would all of you throw him down, this leaning wall, this tottering fence? They fully intend to topple him from his lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour your hearts out to him, for God is our refuge. Low-born men are but a breath, the high-born are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they are nothing. Together they are only a breath. Do not trust in extortion or take pride in stolen goods, though your riches increase. Do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard, that you, O God, are strong and that you, O Lord, are loving. Surely you will reward each person according to what he has done. This is the word of God for the people of God. So can we just take a minute and thank God for our safety and ability to be here this morning? (laughs) Let's give him some praise. (laughs) So as Hurricane Matthew makes its way through, we see people are having to evacuate their homes. Um, Some people are losing everything they own. Some are injured. Some are experiencing the grief of losing a a loved one. The storms are raging around them, and they're getting hit from all sides. Our scripture from today says, My soul finds rest in God alone. And I'd encourage you to take a second and think about where you find your rest. Like I asked the kids this morning. Go ahead and think about it. For me, I find rest in taking naps. I find rest in reading books. Shopping at Goodwill, Granny, (laughs) watching movies, and the list goes on. When I feel like I need rest, I must confess my first thoughts not always to turn to God. But what does this passage say? It says, God is our rock and our fortress. We will not be shaken. In fact, it says it twice in this passage. Someone must be trying to tell us something here. So for me, does shopping at Goodwill give me energy? Does it restore me? No, I love it, but I feel like I need to take a nap afterwards. (laughs) Does watching a movie strengthen me? No, depending on the movie, and I love Hallmarks. Don't judge me. It makes me want a life like theirs. But again, what are we told? That God is our fortress. One source defines fortress as a place of exceptional security. Folks, God is that. God is our exceptional security. When we seek him as our rest, We are not only fulfilled, but we cannot be shaken. 
The next part of this passage goes on and says how David is feeling. David felt as though everyone was against him. No one looked upon him with favor. When people looked him in the face, they were nice to him and then turned around and talked poorly about him behind his back. Can anyone relate? I know I can. But look what David says next. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. Even when David felt like everything around him was falling apart, he waited quietly for God. Not long ago, I heard an illustration um, of this from a pastor named Louis Giglio, and I'm going to share it with you. So picture yourself sitting at a table. You're alone with Jesus, just the two of you. And he is listening to every single thing you say. You're alone, you're calm, you're quiet. He hears every worry you have. He knows any doubts you have. He knows all the mountains that you will face in your future. He is listening. Now sure, the enemies are around you. They are distractions. Things are trying to get to the table and take away from your time with God. But for the time being, it's quiet, it's calm. It's you and him. You can relax in his presence. Jesus has food at this table. He offers all kinds of nourishment, spiritual, emotional, physical. He offers wisdom, encouragement, and a sense of hope that enables you to press on. While you are sitting here, you are completely relaxed. The worries surrounding you are nothing in comparison to his immense peace. When you are ready, you stand up. You go on, but you hold on to this moment. You go back into your life, remembering that you truly can do all things through Christ. It's important to note that when you get up from this table, you can sit back down whenever you need to, but God walks with you through life. He never leaves your side. Remembering this strength and encouragement that you had, picture this, Jesus, the King of Kings, walking with you, never leaving you. He walks through all of your problems, all of your worries, your sadness, joys, challenges, and successes. That feels good, huh? To top it all off, we know that Jesus is always more than willing to sit back down with us and start over. We're only human. We're going to need breaks, probably daily. And so this is the good news. So we're sitting at this table. We're finding our peace in God. Now what? Well, the passage continues, and in verse 8, we see that we are called to trust God at all times and pour our hearts out to him. Well, this looks different for everyone. For me, I find rest um, in prayer, sitting quietly with God. For others, it's journaling or drawing. For others, it may be listening to music or reading scripture. So as I said, for me, prayer is sitting quietly with God. I talk to him like I would anyone else. I tell him all the things I'm concerned about, all the things I'm excited about, anything I'm nervous about. A friend of mine likes to keep a prayer journal. They write down each day what they're thankful for, any prayers they have, and then periodically go back and check off things that God has answered. And they're able to sit in amazement at the way that our Father works everything out for good. Whatever it is, pour your heart out to him and entrust it all over into his care. The very last part of this passage goes as follows. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard, that you, O God, are strong and that you, O God, are loving. 
Surely you will reward each person according to what he has done. Now knowing not only that God is strong, but that he is loving too, all at the same time, it's crazy. It's life-changing. He loves you, his unique and precious child, and he has the strength to overcome all things and to strengthen you. Because of this, that's why it's so important to spend time with God. So how is God calling you to trust in God's constant presence? How can that be a sign of God's grace to you? Well, I'll share a story with you of how prayer completely changed my life. In the fall of last year, I had no idea what I was going to do after college. Not a clue. It seemed as though there was no career option that really interests me. Um, and throughout this time, I was praying for God to give me patience and to trust in him that, where, that he would lead me to where I need to be in the right time, in his own time. I'll be honest, it was not easy for me to wait. I think a lot about the future, um, so not knowing was hard for me. It was my junior year of college. I was stressed because I didn't know what I was going to do. I had no big hopes and dreams career-wise. About this time, Brett, our campus minister at Wesley, reached out to me about what options I had. He talked to me about where my gifts and my passions intersect, and that when they do, that's where you have found your calling. Long story short, I realized that God had been preparing me my entire life to be a hospital chaplain. I've always had a love for people. I love to listen to people, to encourage them, to relate to them. I've had experiences in hospitals. My papa was in the hospital for weeks with stage 4 cancer, and while that was one of the most difficult times for my family, my love for hospitals came out of that. After talking with Brett, I began praying a different prayer. I pray that God would open doors for me. I pray he would open my eyes to what it would be like being a chaplain, and if it really was something that he was calling me to do. I remember one day I was sitting there eating lunch at home by myself, and I had music playing, and How Deep the Father's Love for Us came on. The song goes, How deep the Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure. I will not boast in anything, no gifts, no power, no wisdom, but I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. I heard this song and I cried. They were not tears of sadness or tears of fear for what I'd be doing, what God was calling me to, but rather they were tears of pure joy. I felt God in that moment telling me, daughter, my love for you is so deep. I have always been here waiting for you to trust me. The second part of this verse goes, I will not boast in anything. And in that moment, I knew what that meant for me. In that moment, I felt that I couldn't boast about anything because I did nothing. God did it all. You see, when I poured my heart out to him, and then I rested in him in the waiting, I felt his guidance and his love for me. Maybe you're like I was, and you feel hopeless. You feel like your situation is impossible. You can't see what the future holds, and it worries you. Well, I've got great news. Nothing is impossible for God. Not a thing. And he knows things that we don't. He knows what's best for us. And when we rest in him, he will uncover piece by piece what we need to know. Friends, I encourage you to take a seat at the table. Pour your hearts out to him. Rest in him. 
Take time to rest in God and see how he blesses that time. Stand in awe of the fact that God is always with you, and you will never have to go through anything alone. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the reminder that you never leave us, God. That you sit with us at the table whenever we need to. You restore us. You give us encouragement. You take away any worries that we have. You enable us to go on, God. We thank you for the peace that you give us when it seems everything around us is raging. God, we thank you. Thank you for this time. Amen.